Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Getting you through your workday one hour at a time. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. G'day crew, back in the studio, we've hit Wednesday, the last day of January, which makes us uh, 8% of the way through the year, 8.33% of the way through the year. Good to have your company today after being at Karaka Sales, which carry on, they're into book two from today, uh, if you want to follow that, nzb.co.nz. Uh, today, got a bit of rugby league for you today, which is a bit of fun, um, we're hoping to hear back from Graham Lowe. Former Kiwi coach who was, he was instrumental in bringing Wayne Bennett to the Kiwis for 20, uh, what was it, 2008 World Cup. Um, so we're going to talk to him about Wayne potentially returning as head coach. He's indicated his interest. I'd love it. I would love it. Uh, but more rugby league, Dustin Zia is his name. He is the host of the Rugby League in America podcast. Of course, with this double header coming up in America, in Las Vegas, the opening round of the NRL for um, Manly, the Rabbitohs, the Broncos, and the Roosters, with no Jared Warrior Hargreaves. Um, so, four big, big teams. And it's a bit of a um, carnival of rugby league there. I believe on the Thursday, there's a nines. Uh, Thursday, Friday, there's a nines competition with local teams. Then there's uh, the US against Canada, a fully-fledged rugby league international. I think there might be a golden oldies game as well before the Saturday with a big uh, doubleheader of NRL. Uh, good viewing time for us. I think it's something like three in the afternoon, something like that, three and five or four and six, something like that. Fantastic. So we'll catch up with Dustin about the excitement amongst the rugby league fraternity in America. And we spoke to him about a year ago, and I'm interested to see if the game's growing, if it's spreading, 
Uh, last time I spoke to him, there was like two hotbeds, well, semi-hotbeds of rugby league in America. Let's see how that has developed. And netball. We're getting former Silver Ferns coach and player Yvonne Willering. Just about the number of players that are not playing for the Silver Ferns, that are signing for Australian teams, either as players or training partners. There's four former Silver Ferns who are going to be part of the Australian domestic competition this year. Four, Crampton, Temu, Winders, and Jamie Hume, I just learned this morning, has signed for as a training partner for the Swifts as well. And you couple that with uh, Silver Ferns that weren't available for the latest competition in the Northern Hemisphere, Tapai Selby Rickett, Melorian Ekanasio, Jane Watson, and then the other players that failed the fitness requirements, Peter Toyava, Tiana Maturo, Alia Dunn, Maya Wilson. That's just about two full teams of Silver Ferns that didn't take part. Is that a concern? Is the lure of the black dress, I mean, having a holiday from the Silver Ferns because you needed a leave or you needed a sabbatical or whatever, and you forego the black dress but come back and play ANZ Premiership, that's like an All Black saying, I'm not going on the Northern Hemisphere tour, but I'll come back and play Super. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. So I'm just wondering where the level of importance is, our relationship with Australian netball, what's going to happen with the coaching if Noeline stands down. A lot of discussion around the netball later on today. But first off, to kick off, I want to know, it's a pretty simple one. We actually touched on it yesterday and it was... It was Texter Ken's idea, and we liked it because we didn't even put it out as an idea yesterday, and we got a whole lot of text messages on it. And um, I, I mentioned before the Warriors were around, my rugby league team was manly, basically because of Graham Lowe and Matthew Ridge and Tony Edo and all those other um, Cliffy Lyons, Steve Menzies. I loved that team And um, when I didn't have a team. As soon as the Warriors started, only took about a year, and I shifted from manly to the uh, mighty Vodafone Warriors, the Lion Red Warriors, the DB Bitter Warriors. They were a number of things, but always the Warriors, and it is now. And I'm interested who you support and how that came about. Um, like people of my age or older or even a bit younger, before the Warriors, who did you support? Did you even follow Rugby League before the Warriors? And if you are a Warriors fan and that's your number one, we're still keen to hear who your number two team is because everyone's got a number two team. Um, so if it is Warriors, ring me, 0800 150 say, yep, I'm the Warriors, but I also love Canberra because of the Ricky Stewart days or Mel Meninga or um, were you a fan of Chicka Ferguson, um, Kenny Nagus, Laurie Daly, and all of these great names. Were you a Balmain fan because Gary Freeman was there? Were you a Illawarra fan, Rod Wishart? Um, Ian Russell, all these great names from the past, the ones that stand out to you. Gordy Tallis at Brisbane, Gordy Tallis at St George. Really keen to hear from you, and we're going to keep a, a note. So we're going to sort of keep two, because I'm pretty sure the Warriors will come out on top of your first choice, but we're going to keep a secret, separate tally of your number two team as well and just see the top non-Warriors team that are supported here in New Zealand. Ken, I've already ticked St George for you, but text it through anyway. Double eight, double three. You can text us. Yeah, I reckon like real, I mean, look, obviously want people to call and give us a bit of an explanation, but 
to collate, to collate the results, texts are fine just saying like dragons or you know warriors, dragons, whatever it might be, yeah. um, and I'll collate it all, make yeah. it easy. Nice work, Sammy. Nice work. Right, let's go to the phone lines. 0800 150 811. Joey, Joey, Joey. G'day, Steph. G'day, Sammy. Look, um, before my side, obviously, is the Broncos now, and um, and I, you now Kiwi, I like the Warriors, but my side before that was Manly, uh, because same as you, uh, Steph, I, I followed the, the Iros when they were playing club football at Mount Albert and all that, and in those days, and, and Max Ridge and Graham Lowe, I was a great Graham Lowe fan as a coach, um, and that, and um, how I come about. Um, having the Broncos on my side and I've stuck with them ever since, was we were watching, going to the grand final and Manly, uh, the semi-finals and Manly weren't in it. And I was trying to get a, 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 um, a colour that was close to, to Manly in those days was, was the Broncos, was, you know, <laughs> the, 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 a little bit closer to the Manly colours. And one of my mates said, if you buy one of those, sh- those shirts, he said, we're going to tip you upside down in one of those wheelie bins and hold you over the top. And I said to him, I'm buying one. And I brought one, and, and I said, if you do that, I said, I'm going to support the Broncos for the rest of my life. And I, uh, I bought one and put it on, and after the game, they, we came out, and, and obviously uh, Brisbane, Brisbane got through, and um, they picked me up and, and they held me upside down in a wheelie bin, <laughs> and everyone was looking at us, and, um, and I've supported the, the Broncos ever, ever since. What and a great... Gr- yeah. That is a great yard. Well, that's the same staff as, 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 as why my second side is, is Manawatu. My brother and, and uh, his mate were giving me a hard time when I first rang you up and I was talking about Manawatu. And I go back a long way with, you know, Kevin Everly and them playing for that and, and, and Jeff Old and that. And they said to me, they rang me up and said, you know nothing about Manawatu rugby and all that. And I said, no, you guys would be wrong. I do, I know a lot. That's the reason why I support the mighty Manawatu now as well as my second side. I'm an Aucklander. But, you know, my second side is Manawatu, and that's why and I always will support them now. Mm. That's, that's the story, yeah. And um, Graham Lowe, um, sorry, not Graham Lowe, um, Wayne Bennett, oh, without a doubt, New Zealand Rugby League, grab him, not a problem. I'm telling you now, if he wasn't helping that Stephen Kearney in that 2008 uh, Rugby League side, they wouldn't have won that. Mm. I'm telling you now. I'd love to get him on board. The world. Yeah, I'd love yeah, to get, get him on board. Yeah, if he wants to come on board, I know he's, but people might say he's past it now because he's 78 or whatever. Get him on board. But the, what he does for players, staff, when they, he can get players that, that will come from sides that have had problems and everything, and Wayne Bennett will sort them out and make sure that, that they play better football. And he did that with Steve Renouf Steve came, came in, and Wayne Bennett, he stayed at Wayne Bennett's. Uh, place for two years, and Wayne Bennett looked after him. Mm. Come from nowhere, and, and Wayne Bennett looked after him. And said, "All right, I'll look after him." Stayed my place for two years. Unbelievable. Awesome. He's just, got, he's just one of those guys that, that's got it, you know. Yeah. Top uh, stuff. At the Top. end of the day, at the end of the day, staff, I've got to go and go the mine. There you go, Joey. Top man, Joey. I think Wayne Bennett did it with Willie Kahn as well, and Darius Boyd as well. Really took them under his wing. Let's go to Darren and Aussie. G'day, Darren. Hey, Steffi, how are you, mate? Brilliant. Um, I'm a vocational supporter. So <laughs> I went to high school in Brisbane. So I was a, went to heaps of Broncos games and then uh, moved to Melbourne. So jumped on that one. So uh, 
yeah, I've got a soft spot for the Broncos, but I'd say the Warriors probably my number two team after the Storm. Storm first. Yeah, so you're a geographical fan. Just with the league, not yeah. with the union. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. God help me, I'm not supporting the Wallabies. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> Oh, that's good. I'll write those down. Melbourne first and Broncos second. Yeah, yeah. So that's no, uh, works for me. My uncle does it in New Zealand. He's lived in Canterbury, supported them. Now he's in Auckland, so he supports Auckland. So it's uh, yeah, sort of works. Makes it a lot easier going to home games. That's for sure. Yeah, it does. It does actually. Yeah. Keeps it cheaper if you're like me. With being a Hurricanes fan, I just have to go to one game in Auckland. That's when the Hurricanes come up to Auckland. That's the only one I have to go to. <laughs> Well, it's, I, I do like how they got the super round here, so that means that, that sort of covers everyone. Yeah, year, so. you're going to pig out so, um, on that, aren't you? Yes, yes. But uh, no, good topic. Thanks, yep. mate. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Uh, Porniki, a pirihama. No? Uh, yes, I got I you. Know, I know it's too late, and this freaks people out. Happy New Year. <laughs> no, that's um, fine, mate. Thank you. It's still January, so you've snuck in. <laughs> um, doggies, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, from man, man, I cop some heat for supporting the doggies too. They've had their troubles and they're rough at the moment. Too. Yeah, but um, and it's pretty simple. It's like I think it would have been like maybe ninety three or ninety four. Because um, I'm sort of like you, you know, we got the we got the um, Winfield Cup in the late eighties, and so yeah, good. You'd root for Belmain because of Gary Freeman and then um, Manly and whatnot. But didn't really pick a team, like we're following the Kiwi sort of styles, um, even though I love Cluffy Lions. Um, yeah, but I went to I went to Sydney, Sydney Football Stadium, um, and just like sat amongst all these feral Lebanese um doggy supporters and they are rabid, like so emotional and like you know mm. what type of fans we are over here, barring Warriors fans I'd say. Um and I just got into it and loved it and I was like Doggy since then, and what I will say is the um, Warriors could have got me because we try to get tickets to that first game. Yeah, um, and I reckon if I'd got, so, and they sort of stuffed up the water. I can't remember the details; it was a long time ago. But we had the tickets, and suddenly, like two months, I said, "Oh yeah, you ain't got the tickets," and I was a bit furious about that because <laughs> <laughs> you know it was a big deal. It was, I remember it was a big deal when they came to the comp, and I reckon the Warriors would have got me if I'd gone to that first game against the Broncos, but. I don't know, now they're a bit of my nemesis because there's a bit of that everyone else or most other people are supporting, rooting for the Warriors. They're my second team, I think, but I sort of, there's a, still a bit of a rivalry for me, even though they're my second team, if you know, in terms of, That's people amazing. think it's weird when you support. It's amazing that 80 minutes has ruined you for 25 years. <laughs> I've had some good time with the doggies, bro. Had yeah. some good time. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That's awesome. We're getting good sprinkling. Thanks, buddy. Good to chat. It's a pet of Hummer. He's a doggies. Let's go to Joey in Gizzy. G'day, Joey. G'day, Steph. Happy New Year, brother. You too, mate. Hey, um, mate, I was a, a hardcore Warriors fan since 95, since we went to the first game. Took the student loan out, mate, at Waikato University to get me and the boys up there. Nice. But we were hard, I was a hardcore Canberra Raiders fan. Mm. Had uh, uncles who were shearers. Yeah. We were out shearing a station called Ununui at Mahi when I was a kid. And we went for a dive. One of the one of the shearers had this uh, 
camera ready shoes and he took it off and left it there. <laughs> we came back up to the top of the woolshed and he was like, oh, fuck, left my juice there. I don't need it. I was like, mate, I'm all over there. I walked back like 3K, found it on the rocks and brought it back, stuck in my bag, camera ready span ever. That's right? awesome. And then, the, yeah, mate, and then the Warriors came around, so hung that one in the back of the closet and then, uh, you know, every single Warriors jersey since. And, uh, yeah, we're Warriors Nation up the wires, as you know. But, but just uh, that little soft spot for Canberra. Always, you know, Ricky Stewart, Bradley Clyde, Laurie Daly, Chicka, Mel Meninga, Ricky Stewart, uh, Brent Stewart, Lazarus, you know, they were the team, mate. They were the green machine, you know. They, they were outstanding back in the day. Mm. And then Ruben went there and changed the way centres played and changed the way he became a back row and then a middle forward and then a front rower, you know. So they produced great players, man. The Croker family come out of there. And then, uh, yeah, an outstanding team. And, you know, we'll see how they go in there. I mean, they stay hard to Ricky Stewart. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're a great team to follow as a second team now. But, yeah, huge Warriors fans. But bigger new staff, off to the Super Bowl next Monday, brother. Oh! Oh, are you? Oh, yeah. So I was hanging out because I'm a, I'm a Packers fan hard, right? So I've been to two Super Bowls before. I've been up to Wisconsin a heap of times. Uh, we run over Dallas and then just got pit by the 49ers and then they just fell over the line in the end when the Lions ran out of gas. So stoked to see Mahomes play. But I think I think the 49ers are over, mate. The, uh, the stats won't go their way. But yeah, me and my best mate going up there for seven days, brother. Top man. You have a ripper. Ring me when you get back. I'd love to hear about it. Oh, mate, we'll bring you from out there. Don't worry about that. It's the but one. Anyway. That's the one. Yeah, boy. Cheers, oh, buddy. Mate, you have a good afternoon. See you, Cheers, mate. Gizzy hard, Joe. Uh, Gary, an up heart. G'day, Gary. G'day. Hey, let's go with them. No, I know. <laughs> Holy yeah. heck. Yeah. Hey, uh, my one, I go back to 1989. Um, I'd left home by then, um, but mum and dad decided to go one last family holiday, and uh, they decided to actually go over to Sydney. Uh, we'd never been overseas, so it was like, yeah, let's go. And uh, long story short, we ended up going to the Penrith Club Rooms for dinner one night. Yeah. And it's like ever since then, I've just I've just followed them ever since. Like we got back and obviously that following year they won the Premiership and it's just like, yeah, so I've just stuck with them ever since. I knew nothing about it really before then. I'd heard of rugby league but never followed it. But um, yeah, been Penrith since, yeah, 89 onwards. And uh, it's been a hell of a ride. They've been good. They've been crap for years. And yeah, obviously riding the wave at the moment. That's awesome. It's amazing the little things that links you up to a team, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's literally all it was. I remember walking to those club rooms from little old upper hut, you know, and so they were huge and there was pokey machines as far as the eye could see. It's just like, <laughs> holy hell, we'd never seen anything like that, you know. Obviously, yeah, we were a bit, a bit behind the times here in NZ back then. Uh, I think we was slightly caught up. But, uh, yeah, no, that was a hell of an eye-opener, that. And, yeah, just loved them ever since. But I definitely follow the Warriors. Uh, the Warriors. I mean, and I, I wouldn't begrudge them winning a title so long as they're not being Penrith. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Good stuff, Gary. Good story. Thank you. Yep. Righto. Cheers, buddy. We'll take another one. James in Auckland. G'day, James. Hello, uh, Easter. How you going? Very well, mate. Yeah, uh, short and sweet. Um, so back in the Bay of. Uh, Wow, a wee while ago, my uh, my nan and papa and uncle and auntie, they started up a, a league club called um, Fatui Apati Warriors back in North Bay. So then obviously, uh, once the Warriors came along, we jumped on the Warriors. So I'm Warriors supporter through and through. 
So, so, um, so the Aukland Kiwi team and the NRL. The Auckland Warriors stole your team's name. Well, I'm not too sure about that, but we were we were around before uh, the Auckland Warriors, anyway. Wow, that's very. And is that club and then, st- is that club still going down in the Hawks Bay, James? No, it's not. Uh, well, the family sort of moved away from Hawks Bay up to Auckland and Australia and mm. whatnot. And as for the uh, the dirty word, the second team, <laughs> if there was anyone, that would be uh, the Cowboys. Only because of Jonathan Thurston. Yeah. That guy, his fight, his will to win, he never gave up on nothing. And when he won that, that um, premiership for them, man, I was, I was happy for them. He was just a man. He was, wasn't he? Like, had no right to play rugby league physically, did he? No. Yeah, he, yeah, he had a bit of trouble trying to crack into the, into the team. No, that's it. But that, that's mine, Steph. Top man. The th- Warriors through and through. That's the boy. That's the boy. Thanks, James. The Warriors. Yeah, boy. <laughs> the was from James. Oh, boy. Sammy. Broncos, Melbourne, Dogs, Canberra, Penrith, Cowboys. Yeah, there's um, there's quite a smattering. We haven't had as many texts in. And so, like like you've just mentioned, we've got a bunch of teams, but they've only sort of got ones and twos. Yeah. So we're going to need... But I love that. that I mean, it's real spread. But yesterday, we had there was, a, there was a lot coming in, so I'm sure they're out there. Maybe our text machine, sometimes it does this, where too many people are trying to message staff, and they all just come and in in one big gulp. <laughs> so let us know who your, who your first or second NRL team is. We're collating a list, and we will give the official result. This is as official as it gets, staff. This is stats NZ level research. Um, I this guarantee is government the, sanctioned. The Herald will pick it up. Yeah. The Herald will pick it up. Hosking will have it on a show tomorrow morning. You know? <laughs> Yours, please. <clears throat> the Warriors, number one club in New Zealand. Fantastic. Happy days. Happy days. Uh, there are some... Te- I love the, I love when we go at What time's that? 10 past 12. North Sydney Bears. It's got to be a current team, doesn't it? <sighs> Gary Larson, Greg, Greg Florimo. Mark Graham played for North Sydney Bears, didn't he? I think Mark Graham played for the Bears. <sighs> I loved the Bears. Uh, Matty Sears, was he the Bears? I think he was. The little fleet-footed fullback. Oh, I love nostalgia. I do love nostalgia, and NRL and rugby league just lends itself to it. So what we're doing, we're looking for the rugby league team you support. Feel free to text Warriors. Like this bloke, Andy, goes, Warriors, that's his first team. His second team, Roosters, because of Cronk and SB Dubs. That's fine. So if Warriors are your first team, I want to know your second team. If Warriors aren't your first team, I want to know who is and why. So you can call us like all those great callers just did. 0800 150 811. The Tampa Bed Post text machine number is 8833. Love to hear from you. Back shortly. Getting you through the day like a hot cuppa after lunch. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Oh, people are wanting to know Sammy's second team. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. He's probably too young to have a team before the Warriors started, actually. Um, Warriors first, Roosters second. Is that one? Uh, Ken, staff, the St. George Dragons. And the second back in the day was the Illawarra, Illawarra Steelers. This will be interesting. Yes, Ken, it will be interesting. Illawarra, they had that magnificent coastal ground, didn't they, with the with the ocean just over the back of them. They still play the odd game there, St. George, don't they? And it was interesting when there were those mergers. Um, 
I think people just call them St George Dragons now. They were St George Illawarra. They probably still are officially. And uh, West Tigers is stuck because it was the Balmain Tigers and the Western Western Suburbs Magpies, wasn't it? Um, nice. Warriors for Graham. Warriors first, Parramatta, because I like their jerseys. And that's all it can take. You like their jerseys. Staff, you might be surprised at the number of... N- at the number of votes for the Bulldogs. Why? They were one of the first teams to have home games in New Zealand that won them fans. Face from the wider rapper. Yes, I went to a Bulldogs home game back in the day. Yes, they did. They did indeed. Good point. Uh, with Lowy coming on, it's got me thinking, who is the greatest of all time New Zealand rugby league coach? Most people would immediately say low, but he won less than 50% in tests and exactly 50% in state of origin and 51% in the NRL. Most of his success was in England. What are your thoughts? Sess. Whew. That is a great... That is a great shout. Um, I don't know. I don't go way, way back. That's the that's the problem. I know about Graham Lowe and Frank Endicott and Stephen Kearney and those sorts of guys. Madge, um, I don't really go beyond Graham Lowe. I'm just trying to think. My, my brain doesn't help me. Um, Jared says, Broncos before 95 and still now. Loyal. I love that. Another one for the Broncos. Um, I have a North Sydney Bears top up for sale. If you're keen, Staffy, I'll DM you a picture tonight if you're interested, mate. DM me, Mark. DM me. I might be interested. It's got Florimo on the back. Was it Maddie Sears that was the fullback for the North Sydney Bears? He had that jinking. There was there were the, there was a there was a breed of little halfbacks. Maddie Sears. Um, oh. Why can't I remember their names? There was that um, Bowen, Maddie Bowen. I loved the little the little fullbacks. There was oh, there were a number of them. There were a number. Of them. G'day guys, first team Warriors, second team the Rabbitohs because of Slam and Sam Burgess and GI. Good reasons. Sam Burgess was amazing. So Staffy, it's the Warriors number one, not the Wars. And the Cowboys because of the legend Jonathan Thurston from James. And Rory says, Bulldogs fan since Jared McCracken, John Timu, Jason Williams. Yes. Daryl Halligan, Terry Lamb, Steve Price and many more great players. Blessed with historically fantastic players. Every, every team's got these amazing historical players. GI also just spotted outside West Tigers HQ. Um, but I think he's, someone said he's doing some sort of consultancy role helping young Doreen Buller. He's been brought in to to young to help out some of the youngsters. So, but he mm. was there in full Tigers kit, walking into the club rooms, and someone drives past and goes, "Gi!" And he turns around. He sort of turns around quickly and goes, "Oh crap! I've been seen." <laughs> hey, brother! <laughs> Throws it up. But um, yeah. Look, my <clears throat> I had a couple of teams. Um, Stacey Jones Rugby League. Uh, shout out to Andrew Voss on the commentary. And I remember Clinton Chifosky. Clinton Chifosky playing for the uh, Canberra Raiders. So I, I like Canberra. And one, probably, you know, as a kid, it was probably just the green shirts. Um, Canberra and, milk. But I really, it's one of the few sports where I really just don't have a second team. I'm just wise and that is it. I do not even, there's not a part of me that even remotely supports somebody else. I do enjoy... I do really enjoy. In fact, I think it's one. they are one of the funnest teams to watch of the last 20 years, and that's Penrith. Mm. They're so fun to watch. They're just such a good team, and I will tune into almost every game of theirs throughout a season. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a fan of theirs, but I love watching them play. I love Nathan Cleary. 
uh, and I just think they're fantastic. So I do keep an eye on them. But yeah, not not really. I'm surprised there hasn't been more West Tigers. Like I had a bunch of mates in, mates in high school who were West Tigers fans after they won in 05 with, with Benji, right? Like Benji was the West Tigers and he's a Kiwi. Mm. Um, so I'm surprised more West Tigers ones haven't come in. Staff. And in fact, I don't know if we've got a single vote on the Tigers no, yet. Have we haven't seen a Tiger. We've got just about every other team. There's no, actually, there's no Manly's today. Now, see, that's a, this is why this is why we need more people to, to, to come in because I know that the that Manly should be up towards the top. And oh, if you've it's got not, me, be, you've got me for Manly. Yeah. Someone's texting the Bowman Tigers. Should I accept that as the Tigers? Well, he's thinking Steve Roach, Paul Surinan. That's who he's thinking. Belmain, Gary Freeman. We've quickly gone down a very alternate path here, aren't we, of just talking about classic teams. Yeah. I but, told uh, you my first NRL game was the Warriors-Belmain. Was it? At Mount Smart. Um, I've probably told it before. Ericsson but Stadium. I went up as a support crew for two of my mates running the Rotorua Marathon, hmm. which was on the Saturday. And then the marathon finished. The poor buggers, both of their first marathons, Actually, no, it was the night after. We stayed the night in Rotorua, and then in the morning, we had the fog. There was fog like crazy, and we could only drive it like 15 kilometres an hour to Auckland, and we went to the Warriors' um, Balmain game, and Gary Freeman was sent off, got a red card, and the crowd went nuts. Hit the road jack, came over the uh, PA system. Don't you come back. And the whole crowd was singing as Gary Freeman marched <laughs> off with his socks around his ankles. But give us a call, 0800 150 11. Feel free to text on double eight double three. Uh, Sears was the fullback. Soden was the halfback. Yes, converted to hooker. <coughs> Taylor, the halfback. Yes, he was good too. That era had some issues. Sears spent time in prison. I didn't know that. Same with Brett Dallas. Peter Jackson sadly passed away. Yes, I remember. I didn't know he spent time in prison. Uh, same with Brett Dallas. Peter Jackson sadly passed away. Yeah. Did he? Matty Sears. I didn't know that. Dino and Dunedin. G'day, Dino. Nothing wrong with prison. Staff. Best place to get a holiday in New Zealand. <laughs> there you go. Just don't plead guilty and they still let you out. That's how mucked up that is. But never mind. It is what it is. Yeah, I was like, trying to bring it earlier about the... Um, the coaching thing, like, I don't get it in New Zealand, eh? Like, why would you bring back Phil Kearney? Or whatever his name, Stephen Kearney. Stephen Kearney. Coach. Why would you bring him back, mate? He, he's as good as Tana Umang. Wayne Bennett was in his corner when he won something. So if Wayne Bennett's happy to take over our mob, Stacey is... <laughs> don't even start me. Like, I don't, I don't get it. But that's not what Ed Rump was. Have to grind, but I just kind of did the old uh, sign up for the Masters. A little bit pissed off. I can't play tennis because bloody young Speedway and Christchurch and tennis. I thought it was this Friday, but it's next week. I need to pull out of the tennis. I'll just play softball, but we'll, we'll do okay. Mm. Bit, you... of, bit of fun. And they give you they give you a coolie bag to put your uh, beer or wine in. I said, I have the wine once. I can't drink beer anymore, and I'll take a couple of bottles of vodka to get me through, so I should be okay. <laughs> That's... You're actually allowed to drink. You're actually allowed to drink at Masters. Can you believe that? You're allowed to have a pie, a sausage roll, and you don't have to do what is that? What's that? What do they call that thing that the sports stars all do now? Whether well, we don't get to do your yo-yo, whatever it is, we just turn up and have a go, tear everything that's possible to tear, and then ring up ABC on Monday and say we buggered, can't work for a while. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> So, I'll give you a report on next week's step, how it goes. We're looking forward to it here in the name. Beautiful, fine day. And um, there'll be a whole lot of lies told, liquid consumed, pies eaten, 
and the world will still be here in a couple of weeks. That's it, mate. That is it. That is it. Who's your Who's your number one rugby league team? Have you got one? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Rugby league. Penrith. All day. All day. They got a great coach. We had him. Another one that got away. That always has been. Always will be. The Warriors. No, they couldn't beat an egg, mate. They honestly couldn't beat an egg. When the when going gets tough, the Warriors go to KFC. It's a sponsor, isn't it? <laughs> they went all right last year, Dino. They went all right last year. Twenty-eight years of shit. Mm. All right, Dino. All right, Dino. Um, keep your texts coming. Double eight, double three, or you're welcome to give us a call on 0800-150-811. You're listening to Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Sorry, Paul from Northland, we saw you calling, but we had a little glitch in our phone system, so do feel free, anyone else, to call through now, 0800 150, who do you support? Billy Moore, North North Sydney Bears, 100% Billy Moore. Um, Staffy, the Broncos, this is from Dino, D-I-N-O. Staffy, the Broncos since 1988, pretty much since they entered the comp. Not the Warriors fan, but I know Stacey Jones very well. Nice. Bulldogs all day, fans since the early 90s. I don't have a second team. It's the Doggies and no one else for me, from Ian. I love passionate supporters like that. From Kevin, says, hi lads, number one team is Parramatta. Due to Peter Sterling, etc. And I will never change. No, uh, number two team will be the Warriors. After going to the first game ever for the Warriors versus Broncos. Cheers, Kevin. I would have loved to have been at that game, just to... It'll be a game that'll ne- never leave you. Ken says, come on, St George fans, put your vote in. There was a few on text yesterday. Cheers, Ken. Ken's rallying the troops from the Dragons, from the Red V. From the Red V. James says, sounds like Dino of Dunedin jumped on the Panthers' winning bandwagon. Up the Warriors! From James. From James. I've been trying to find a story on Matt Sears, and I can't find it. There's, there's a couple of videos, and it, looked like, it looks like he's been interviewed on leaving prison. Um, I never knew this. There was a very famous try-saving tackle that he made on, I think it was Brett Mullins when North Sydney were playing Canberra and Brett Mullins got clear and it was one of those famous calls, they won't catch him because Brett Mullins was diseased with speed. And Matty Sears, I'm going to say more than five, less than 10 metre, he'd start and he ran him down in 60 metres. He had to turn and chase and caught him and tackled him just before the try line. Paul from Northland's got through. G'day, Paul. G'day, Steffi. Hey, I'm looking forward to your chat with uh, Graham Lowe. Is it, is it going ahead? Um, have we heard back from Lowe yet, Sam? No, we haven't heard back from him. But um, he normally gets back to us. He might be, just be a bit busy at the moment. He'll either be just after one or just after two, if we can get him. Oh, nice. Nice. He's a good man, mate. He's a mm. good man. He is. Um, yeah, I went to school, uh, I'm sure my age here, with uh, Matty Ridge. Oh, um, man, Albert Grammar, yeah, and um, he was actually a very good tennis player back then. Um, he he, he could have made it and cracked it in tennis, and obviously rugby, but chose the great game and um, good on him. Um, yeah, so I, you know, have, having sort of known him from school, I went down the manly route, and um, yeah, with Beaver Menzies and you know Craig Innes. Let's not forget him; he, he was in that team yes. as well. And uh, what, what a team, Hopewari, and and um, you know Jeff Tuvey. What a tough little fella he was, and. Um, yeah, so old Matthew Ridge, uh, very talented guy. I actually uh, used to have run-ins with him at school, and um, 
and uh, when, when I finished school, I went out working, and I was in a in a pub called the Brownsy in Browns Bay one one night, and um, having a beer, and, and walked to Richie uh, with Matt, with uh, Graham Lowe. He'd, he'd just signed with Manly, and um, he was prancing around, and like he does, you know, flashing his teeth, and uh, you know, <laughs> looked, looked at me. Yeah, he looked at me. We, we had a good chuckle to each other, but. Uh, no, good on him, mate. So yeah, manly for me. And as you, I might be surprising to you, mate, uh, to let you know, I'm a, I'm a Warriors fan too, mate. <laughs> oh, look, I definitely know that. Can you remember? <laughs> I remember there was a game Manly were playing, and they needed they needed to change the momentum, and there was a kick, and Matthew Ridge caught it. It might have been a dropout, a goal line dropout or something, and I feel like he caught it on about halfway, and he just ran straight into a defender, like just. Tucked the ball under his arm and just flew into someone. And, and Matthew Ridge would have been pff, 85 kilos max, and he ran into the biggest bloke he could, yeah. and it changed the momentum of the game. Can you remember that? Oh, I, I do remember that game. Um, thing about Matthew Ridge, mate, even at school, you know, uh, he, he'd stand up to the biggest guys at school. Um, and if, if, you, if you look at his career as, as a fullback, you know, he, he, he put his balls on the line, mate. He was, he was tough. Mm. He was a real competitor. I know he, he rubbed a few of the fellow players up the wrong way with his, you know, with his barking orders and, and his tantrums, but um, he was tough, mate. There's no doubt about it. Um, old, old Matty Ridge, yeah. So uh, it's definitely manly. My other one would be probably Canberra Raiders. Um, you know, watching Mel Meninga run down that sideline with his big arm brace, <laughs> you know, and it's, Bowling guys over, and what a what a beast of a man he was, mate. Yeah, he was. He was fantastic. That Canberra team when they were flying, like Bradley Clyde, isn't yeah. talked about and often enough as one of the absolute greats. I reckon. Oh, absolutely. Apparently, he was he, he was that fit. Uh, he, he was he was a prodigy coming through, you know, coming through the the, the lower grades. Apparently, and um, if, if you get a chance to listen to Andy Raymond's podcast, mate. He's got some great interviews of some of those former players and some great stories. Someone mentioned before, just quickly, Stephanie, uh, Gary Freeman getting sent off. I'll tell you, it, it wouldn't have been the first time because he was <laughs> probably one of the most sent-off, cheeky little fellas out there, if you remember. Um, you know, I remember memories of him and Andy Gregory from Great Britain going at each other. And, but um, So, yeah, old Gary Freeman used to chip away and he'd, he'd hide, behind, hide behind C. Roach, you know. Uh, he, was, he, he was a good good character too, mate. He's still going strong too, old Gary. Yeah, no, great great memories, yeah. isn't it? Great memories. Yeah, mate, I'm looking forward to the season this year, mate, the Warriors, and um, I heard one of the commentators, Carianos, he's, he's got them outside the eight. Um, yeah, I think he's dreaming, to be honest, mate. It's, I think this is going to be a good year for us. Yeah, I think it's a better team than last year. Yeah. The only thing we haven't got, we haven't got that under-the-radar thing this year. You know, Webby's made a statement, Adam's made a statement, yeah. Shawnee's back. Um, but we, we've got targets on our backs this year. Expectation, mate. Yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, and we, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who replaces Adam um, go, going forward to next year, mate. So happy days, as uh, Mr. Hosking would say, mate. Happy days. Happy days, happy days. Thank you, Paul. <laughs> Cheers, mate. All right. <laughs> see you, boy. So you wait, just on Matthew Ridge, uh, the mate I spent a bit of time with over Christmas, New Year, he was one of the best junior tennis players in New Zealand. And he played Matthew Ridge in the final of, it might have been the North Island Juniors or something like that, and he played Matthew Ridge. And in those days it was umpire yourself, they didn't have any umpires. And my mate Dave had a massive serve, he, he had a big um, slice serve that sent you way out of court and he'd charge net and volley point just about every time. Matthew Ridge called about three of his out that Dave was like, 
No, it wasn't out. And Matthew go, yeah, it's out because you called the line on your own side. And it was about, it was very even in the third set. And um, Dave said he'd got about five bum calls from Matthew Ridge and just let it slide. And then Matthew Ridge served, aced him um, towards the very end of the match and Dave called it out. And it was in, but he called it out. And he said, no, it was out. And Ridgey absolutely lost his toys. And Dave said, look, you've been calling all mine out on that side that I thought were in. You thought this one was in. It was out. It's my side. My call. Play on. And Dave beat him. And I said, did he shake hands or have a chat? And he said, mate, at the end of the match, he went over to the side, smashed his racket, put all his stuff in his bag, walked off the courts and got in his car and left. Didn't stay for prize giving that he'd come runner up. And it was actually at the Renef Tennis Centre in Wellington now, I think about it. And um, yeah, he said it was fun. He, that, that was his most favourite victory ever. Uh, was against Matthew Ridge. Could play though. Very, very good player, Matthew Ridge. And it was one. It's one of the best sporting biographies I think I've read. Was Matthew Ridge's because he was so honest. And I think the first chapter talked about he just opened up with about one night on the booze, got a cab, cab pulled up. He'd given them the wrong address. It was about a block from where he lived. And he jumped out of the cab, jumped fences and didn't have to pay. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a good, honest book of Ridgie's. And it really was honest. And just what um, Paul was saying, he bumped into him at Brownies. I bumped into Matthew Ridge and Mark Ellis many years ago. They were still playing back in those days at the, was it the Acker Bar? It was a bar in Palmy. And I think the Kiwis had played. And they took over this bar. And they were doing that thing on the dance floor, running up and... Um, chest bumping, you know, jumping up and chest bumping in the middle of the floor and hitting people, like falling over and careering into people. And they careered into my Brad, girlfriend at the time, and I walked up and I said, mate, settle down to Matthew Ridge. I said, settle down, mate, you're, you're hitting people. And he looked at me and he said, don't you know who I am? And I said, I know exactly who you are, so stop it. And he stopped. He stopped. They were the kings of New Zealand in those days, though. Ridge and Ellis. I love their TV shows as well. But one of the most competitive roosters in any sport, Matthew Ridge, who is now living in Italy, Spain, somewhere like that. Somewhere like, no, sorry, that's Mark Ellis is living in Italy or Spain now. Anyway, we'll take our last break before the news.